Good morning, my fellow MS Warriors. How are you guys doing? So today I'm going to do a bit of MS education because I'm always assuming that everybody that I'm talking to already understands MS and knows what's going on. And the truth is sometimes your doctors don't explain things to you very well. Sometimes you don't get all the information you need. Sometimes you there's just lots of things that you don't get. So today I'm going to go over uh, just some things that uh, may help you understand your disease better. Okay. So this is MS education 101. This is just some very simple things. So you understand, you get a little chance to understand what's going on with your disease, right? So uh, number one, it's your disease. Nobody can take it from you. It belongs to you. So don't let anybody else have it. It's not fair. Uh, that's a joke, but it's a bad joke, but it's a joke. <laughs> there are four, four stages to MS. All right. Um, there's relapsing remitting MS, which means it comes and goes. Uh, there's primary progressive MS. Uh, there's, uh, let's see. Cl uh, clinically isolated syndrome, which is the first one. I'm sorry, I should have started with that, which means you just have a little, you have one spasm and that's it. And then there's relapsing remitting. Then there's primary progressive and then there's secondary progressive. Secondary progressive is the last stage, which is when you're, the problems that you have had, say you have problems with your legs and they just keep coming and coming and coming. Well, you're, the secondary progressive is that the problems stay. Uh, primary progressives is, is they stay longer and you have a, a small amount of problems like gain issues. And then primary pro, or secondary progressive is that you've got that problem and it stays forever. I have secondary progressive. Uh, some of you may have secondary progressive. It takes time to get to that point. Usually people that are diagnosed with MS, uh, within 10 to 15 years, get to secondary progressive. That doesn't mean you have to get to that point. Doesn't mean that everybody will get to that point. Take care of yourself. Take the medicine. Maybe I'm not a firm believer in the medicines. We already know that. Um, take, don't work in high stress environments. Don't work in high heat environments. Uh, and you may never get to secondary progressive, but you know, it's, it's up to you. Um, there are a couple general symptoms that you may get with MS that a lot of people share. One of them is called the MS hug. I don't know if everybody gets it, but I know it's very, very common. It's like somebody grabbing your chest and giving you a big bear hug, except it's a lot worse and it's, it can feel like somebody's constricting your chest there's a lot of other diseases that will uh, mimic our ms mimics a lot of other diseases the ms hug is uh you know it could be uh uh, uh arthritis it could be uh, you could have a pneumonia i mean it could be a lot of things but for those of us who have had ms for a long time we know what that feels like. Uh, 
it is a it's like getting having somebody give us a big bear hug it hurts trying to explain it to somebody else is very very difficult but if you've been having dizziness and trouble walking around or maybe maybe severe headaches and all of a sudden you feel like you've got a big somebody grabbing around your chest and and uh definitely go get it checked out i mean for sure but that might be an ms hug and and that's uh unfortunately that's one of the big symptoms that you may be getting um another symptom that you you may get is optic neuritis which is your eyes uh optic neuritis is painful it can cause blurred vision it can uh cause double vision, it can, it, MS affects the uh, optic nerves a lot of times. Sometimes when people uh, are stressed out, you'll get optic neuritis, and that's not a lot of fun either. Um, but these are things that, that you may get when you have MS, fatigue. Another thing that you're, you will notice when you have MS is that you you'll be tired. It, it's going to take more energy to do things that you normally did with less energy. It's going to be like you have extreme jet lag. Um, don't panic. You know, panicking is, is terrible. You're going to want to get it checked out. You're going to want to get uh, an MRI done. They're going to want to look at you and see what's going on. These are some basic MS things that happen. Now, MS can do, oh, my God, anything. But these are basic things that you need to look for when you think you might have MS, right? Don't panic when you, you start seeing these things. You can have uh, um, all kinds of other problems. You can have uh, numbness in your hands and legs. You can have uh, the MS fog. That's another that's another real big problem is, is like you have a, I don't know how to say it, man. It's like a blockage in your brain. It's everything is hard to do. It's hard to remember words. It's hard to, uh, to complete things that's, you know, mental things that were so easy to do before. It's just, and it comes and goes. It's, it's, it's just here one day and gone the next or here one minute and gone the next. And uh, these are things that, that people with MS get used to dealing with. But if you're new to it, if it's something that you don't understand, uh, it can be terrifying. So what I'm telling you is, is these are basic MS symptoms. These are things that you may see if you're starting out with MS or if you think you might have MS. So and you need to go get them checked out. Um, when you go see the doctor, he's going to want to do a uh, spinal tap. He's going to want to do a MRI. Uh, these things that they do are, uh, uh, he's going to want to do a, uh, uh, a MRI with a, uh, with a dye so he can contrast, so he can see the lesions better. Um, I'm not a, big uh i i don't i'm not a big spinal tap guy man i don't i think if they can see the lesions in your brain you know that's pretty much a, a given 
when they do the spinal tap, they're looking for uh, what they call a uh, uh, well, they're looking for a protein that happens when the uh, uh, myelin sheath breaks down. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's necessary to do the uh, spinal tap, especially if you have lesions on your corpus callosum. Uh, your corpus callosum is directly in the center of your brain. It's really difficult to get damage there unless you happen to have some type of disease process going on. So, um, yeah, I'm not a, I don't support, <laughs> I don't support that. Um, now if you're going back and looking at old records, looking for MS, they used to do what they call an evoked potential where they put you in a machine and they track the speed of how fast your eyes react to certain stimuli. Um, that's another test that I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do it. You know, be looking for what they call an evoked a positive on, a, on an evoked potential. That can help you find, you know, find out if maybe they missed something, you know, back in the, back in the day. Um, MS can be painful. It can be really painful. Another thing MS can cause is uh, sleep apnea. So if you've got really, really bad sleep apnea, um, you might want to go get it checked out. I mean, sleep apnea is terrible anyway, uh, but if you have bad sleep apnea, you know, and you're looking for a cause besides being just, you know, terribly out, overweight and out of shape, go, go get, go, go to a neurologist and, and ask them about MS. MS is one of those things that just, you just never know, you know, it could be there and, it's not fun. You don't want to have it, but if if you do need to get get it checked out, you know, go look at it and, and look for these basic symptoms. These things, the reason I picked these things out are because these are very very common symptoms. These are things that you, you that most people will run into, right? Uh, and avoid stress, right? The biggest thing I could tell you is avoid stress. Stress is just terrible on multiple sclerosis. It, it, uh, it will cause all kinds of flare-ups and problems and, you know, those kind of things. And, yeah, so <laughs> this is my MS 101, just a small little thing. It, it, if you are at that point where you think, hey, look, I, I think I might have MS, you know, what are the things that I need to be looking for? Well, those are the things you need to be looking for. Now, going to a neurologist, that can be, that's a whole nother step, right? You have to choose your doctor, right? Choosing your doctor, oh my God. Let me, let me tell you, when I first decided to go to a neurologist, I had a wild, I'm, now I'm, I'm a vet, right? But before I actually went to the VA, I, uh, I, I went to a civilian neurologist. I had two wildly different spectrums of, of guys I could go to. One of them wanted to run like $300,000 worth of tests on me, uh, home EEGs and five or six different MRIs and seven or eight different spinal taps. And the truth is... I, I don't want to have all those tests run on me. The, the first MRI that I had 
was read by a guy that had been reading uh, radio uh, had been a radiologist for 30 years. And he said, you know, and I got the, the medical record. First thing he said was this guy has MS. So I went to another neurologist after my first consult with this, the guy that wanted to run all these tests, uh, the, the neurologist that I went to had been a neurologist for a very long time. And, uh, he had also served in the military and, and, uh, he said, look, you know, I just want to do a contrast MRI because this MRI was without contrast. And I could tell, you know, you have lesions everywhere, but uh, I want to do a contrast to make sure that what I'm seeing is what I'm seeing. But besides that, I, I have no question. So we went in, we did the contrast. He was happy with what he saw. I, I mean, not happy, but, and yeah, he diagnosed me. And so my diagnosis was a lot less uh, expensive and a lot less physically demanding and horrible than it would have been with this other guy. Um, so what I'm saying is pick your doctor. I mean, doctors are like, doctors are like buying a used car, man. Go in and look at them and price them and pick them accordingly. Right. Don't just go, oh, I need a doctor ah, and go, you know, let them do whatever they want to do, because number one, you may not be able to afford it. And number two, some of them, some of them have different values for the miles. Right. So the second guy that, that looked at me, he had a huge group of people. I mean, his his uh, uh, his uh, what do you call it? Practice was giant. The first guy, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, they got me in right away. So you tell me. All right. Well, hey, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm over my, my, my 10 to 12 minutes. I'm at 14 minutes. So uh, you guys have a great day, man. And you just keep trucking. All right. Bye.